welcome to the Oral Health Podcast. It's Karen and Sophie. We're here talking about sleep and snoring and how that impacts your mouth because it is uh, Snoring Awareness Week this week. So, um, Karen, you know quite a bit about snoring. I know we talk about it in the office, mostly moaning about it, but uh, do you want to just kick us off? How... What, what causes you to snore? I mean, when you're asleep, everything in your mouth relaxes. So the roof of your mouth, um, your tongue, your throat, the soft palate, all sort of relax and they kind of block um, the, the throat to a degree, obviously not enough to suffocate you, but, you know, enough that the, 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 the way that they are when you're awake, because um, obviously you don't snore when you're awake, breathing. So what happens is that all... Um, sort of uh, vibrates then as you're breathing and causes the um, the sound that you get. Now, there's lots of different types of snoring, you know, ranging from the could wake the dead snoring to, you know, minor rumblings or even a clicking sound. There's lots of different ways and varying degrees of annoyance as well. So, uh, you know, at some at some points in our lives, I think all of us will snore. Um, you know, when you, as I say, the the airflow goes through, and it, it's trying to get through, obviously, to, for you to breathe, and it's this kind of rattling, kind of fast vibration that uh, that's what we hear. More forceful the airflow in, the more noise is going to be. So if it's a, if it's sort of a heavy breath the noise will be sometimes will wake the snorer up which is you know that's a good snore when uh, <laughs> it, it's it's woken you definitely <laughs> well who then's more likely to have an issue with snoring i think i mean it so when we look at the percentages of people who snore obviously as we probably could all guess 40 percent of men snore shocking <sighs> we that's couldn't shocking. we couldn't have written that could we um, 24% of women, which is probably higher than we possibly thought, but anyway, and 10% of children um, actually snore. Um, and I think it does it depend, you know, if you're a mouth breather or, a, you know, you're breathing through your nose. Most of us at some point during the night will breathe through our mouths because it's just a natural, natural way you sort of roll over and your mouth opens. So, you know, those are the percentages. But some people, the shape of their mouth makes them more predisposed. So if you've got a very narrow airway or a low soft palate, so that's the bit that behind where you can feel the bone on the roof of your mouth. The bit behind is soft, and that's your soft palate. If you've got um, uvula, the, you know, the dangly bit at the back, that's quite large, or you've got quite large tonsils, all of that is shrinking your airway, mm. and all of that has the potential to cause snoring. Um, so if you sleep on your back, everything tends to fall. So that's when you get the nudge and roll to the side, and it tends to stop it. Um, the more overweight somebody is, the more tissue that they have in the mouth, so the more the airway is blocked. Um, if you've got a cold and you've got a blocked nose, obviously you're going to have to mouth breathe, so that will cause it. Alcohol, um, tobacco, they will cause it as well. So um, if you've had a couple of glasses of sherry of an evening, you may find that, that you snore then. Um, but yes, as I say, it, it can be debilitating because of the, the broken sleep. Um, you know, 
If you sleep with a snorer, earplugs are always quite good. And as I say, the elbow in the ribs, if if not... Might not but, always be welcome, but it might No, work. no, 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 <laughs> may not. But, you know, it is a serious a serious problem and, you know, there's not, not belittling it or, or anything like that. So, you know, it, it might be certain times in your life, um, pregnancy, because you are... I mean, you're not really lying on your back when you're pregnant because it's really uncomfortable. So you're more on your side. But for some reason, pregnant women tend to snore more. Um, and it, it can be hereditary. So there is a degree of if you come from a family of snorers, you're probably going to snore yourself. You know, there are other there are other knock-on problems as well. Because if you are a snorer, as we've said before, you're normally a mouth breather. Now, mouth breathers um, dry up the saliva in their mouths. So you're going to have a dry mouth which can lead on to bad breath. So, you know, you've got a bit of a, a you know, a, a double edge here because you not only are you not getting a, a, a completely restful night's sleep, you're probably going to get bad breath as well. I know it's all doom and gloom, isn't it, really? But there are, there are things that you can do. I mean, you can speak to your dentist about it. There are appliances that um, he could make for you to just try and open everything up so that the airflow can just get to the lungs without going past all of these um obstacles if you like um try and have a nice supportive pillow so you're slightly i won't say sitting up but slightly raised and try and sleep on your side that will that will help to stop it there are nasal strips that you can use i think they probably have limited um effect but I've certainly tried them and I can breathe better, but apparently it doesn't stop my snoring. Um, and um, even going to an extreme of having the having an operation on the soft palate to try and lift it out of the way. I certainly know somebody who's married to um, an extreme snorer. And the uh, one of the stipulations before they got married was that he had that operation. Oh, my God, really? Yes. <laughs> that was discussed. Yes. So that was a stipulation because it was so affecting so much, both of them, that, you know, what do you do? I mean, obviously, that's an extreme case, but you have to look at, um, you know, the the degree of uh, problems that it's going to cause. And just being aware that there are there are things that you can do. There are things that you can do to help yourself. And there are things that your dental professional can help you with as well. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, and not not all is you know doom and gloom. We can stop it. And you know when it's very easy for me to say, oh, you snore, and kind of trivialise it. But it's not like that for somebody who does snore or somebody that shares a bed with a snorer. It's not trivial. So it is important to be aware of the causes and try and overcome them. Mm-hmm. And as well, you talk to your doctor as because if you are a snorer, you have a really heavy snoring because mm. it can, you know, it, like you get into like sleep apnea territory, yes. right? Yes. Where it's it's causing you to stop breathing Indeed. when you're asleep. And yeah. then there's apparatuses you can get that they like jet air into yeah. you. And then that's got to, I mean, at that point, 
the dry mouth from the air in the mouth and the nose. It's not, it's the lowest of the, yeah. the issues at that point. Yeah. But yeah. if it's a real chronic problem, always go to a doctor because you never know. Yeah, I mean, you might need a referral to ENT because as we said before, if you've got a, if you can't breathe through your nose, there might be an underlying issue why you can't breathe through your nose. And if you um, go and see an ENT specialist, they may be able to say, right, there is a problem with your, the, the you know, the, your your nasal uh, passages and do something for you. There are nasal sprays that, that are available as well. So if you do find that your nose is quite blocked, um, going to bed, having a nasal spray before you go to bed may open that up and, um, you know, stop you from snoring. I suppose it depends whether you snore when you're in deep sleep or when you're sort of in lighter sleep. Um, I'm not sure what the percentages of, uh, you know, snoring heavily when you're in the REM stage or whether it's when you're in a deep sleep. I'm, I'm not sure of the difference, really. Yeah, I mean, I imagine if it's if it wakes you up, you probably aren't getting to your deep sleep no. levels very yeah, much. Yeah, I so agree, it's, yeah. But... Like when you said about um, alcohol intake and snoring, like, well, maybe that is because it's going to put you in a deeper sleep, so you're snoring more. But it's all speculation. We don't know. Mm, but mm. it's at that point, it doesn't... I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but it's not necessarily what we would look at, right? Of like, no. when are we snoring at night? It's just more like, it's, well, you know, when you are snoring, this is what you can do mm-hmm. to help your mouth out. Yeah, indeed. So if you do wake up in the morning and you've got a very dry mouth, there are products that you can buy over the counter, mouthwashes, gels, toothpastes, rinses, all sorts of things that you can use to moisten your mouth in the morning. You know, if you wake up in the night, you've got a very dry mouth, have some water beside the bed and, you know, try and moisten your mouth like that. It will make it easier for you to go back to sleep as well if your mouth isn't that mm-hmm. dry, if your mouth is feeling more comfortable yeah um well i think that's that covers everything that we can discuss on that um i'll put a little bit more information as i always do in the description of the podcast um, but just to sum up what we've learned is uh soaring affects mostly men which i think we all sort of knew anyway um <laughs> it can be caused from a range of things such as blocked noses um alcohol intake before you go to bed to a smaller airway if you've got larger tonsils or a uvula or even if you've got more tissue around the mouth and throat it can cause the uh, airway to get smaller and if you're noticing you're a big snorer or someone else has told you that you're a big snorer then speak to a dentist and a doctor just to see if there isn't something that they can do to help you um, so yeah, we'll be back next time talking about something different. But as always, Karen, it is lovely to sit and talk to you. And you.